Well, good, wonderful Thursday afternoon. We are here with another exciting conversation with Ken Cheatham. No, I am not Ken Cheatham. I am Michelle A., your programming host, but I am here with the man with the answers and, oh, yes, the questions that will get you to thinking, Ken Cheatham. How are you today, sir? I'm just fine, Michelle. How are you? I am great and glad to be here. You sound like you're in your, your usual good spirits, and we're glad to hear that you're not Ken Cheatham. You don't even look like Ken Cheatham, and you don't. That's that's a good thing. You don't want that problem at all. So we're oh, glad that you're still you. I aspire to know all the stuff Ken Cheatham knows, though. He knows a lot of stuff. It's always so good to be talking with you, Ken. Always. You know, I feel the same with you, and we look forward to these these sessions every week, every other week, and uh, it's one of the best things I get to do is to be on the line with you and have these conversations, hopefully to be helpful to people who are in the category of folks that we're trying to reach out to, uh, helping them people build businesses and become successful at what they're doing. Well, we have an exciting show today. We've started a series from employee to entrepreneur. And today we're going to be talking with an exciting business, one that I aspire to, to promote more um, because I, I want to partake more of them. We are on the line with um, Takia Bird, uh, the proprietor of Bird's Paradise Massage Therapy. And we're going to be talking about, because this is a fairly young woman, if I can say so, um, one of our, our millennials who just goes out of the gate and starts amazing businesses. But I'm hearing some feedback or something that sounds like whistling. Um, are you in a place that's creating I'm in the car. Yes, I'm uh -huh. in the car. My apologies. Okay. Well, we're in mobile massage. So today, yeah. this conversation <laughs> with Ken Cheatham is going to be exciting. So I'm going to be taking notes and tweeting and looking forward to what we learn. Ken? Yes, uh, we have been looking forward to this conversation for a while because one of the things that we try to do here is to talk to people like Takia who are building businesses and getting some feedback on what their experiences are and, and the process of doing that and to see how, what strategies and practices they're using to become successful in business. And we want to help others to learn some of these approaches are adjusting their approach to ways that are indicating as being successful in certain categories. So we always look forward to speaking to entrepreneurs who have moved from in, into this world of building your own business and learning how to be successful. We understand that Takiya has, has been having some measure of success in doing what she's doing. We want to share her experience with the people who are listening with the hope that they can benefit from learning more ways to become successful in what they're doing. So we invite Takia to talk to us about what her experience has been, when she started, how she's approached becoming, uh, building this business, and what success she's having, and what are the strategies that she's using that are responsible for the success that she's seeing. So talk to us, Takia. Tell us about your business and what you've what you're doing and how you're going about it and 
teach us what we need to learn from so that we can benefit from your experience. All right, then. Well, first and foremost, I would like to thank uh, Ken and Michelle for having me today on the show. Uh, it's an honor. Um, well, I've been, my name is Bird. I go by Bird. <laughs> um, and I've been doing I was nine years old. Uh, I really tapped into it and stuff it uh, my sophomore year in college. Um, I attended SIUC, and at the time, I just didn't feel like I was serving my purpose. So I decided to just continue my education there and pursue my dreams as a massage therapist at Corsiva Institute back in Chicago at my home. Um, first day, I can't even lie, the first day when I walked in, the environment was just so overwhelming. Like, I felt like that was the best decision that I've made in my entire life. Like, this is exactly what I'm supposed to be doing out from the from the staff, from the educators, from the from the students, just the whole nine. Um, I felt like this is, that was exactly what I was supposed to be doing. Um, so I just went with it. Um, it was a 10-month program. I uh, finished that uh, straight through. And then I got licensed uh, actually two years. It took me a while to get licensed, but I just couldn't give up on myself and my passion. So with me failing the state board a few times, I just knew I had an awesome and amazing story to tell once I did pass it and once I did get into my own um, career as an entrepreneur and start my own uh, licensed mobile licensed massage therapy business, Birds Paradise. So with Birds Paradise, I travel to all of my private clients um, around Chicagoland area and sometimes even outside of the state uh, because when my clients need, I don't hesitate. I can't put them on the background. I have to make sure that they're that they're being serviced properly um, and getting the proper help that they need. Uh, massage therapy. For me, and yeah, for me, is a necessity. Is a necessity. Society really deems it as a luxury, um, and try to overprice and overprice people for it when it's really something that we need, just like air and water. Um, it's very important because touch is very important, and a lot of people don't know the difference in touch. They only know touch for one reason, like like pleasures or violence, and it's like. Touch has way more, way more meaning than just that. Um, so um, with Birds Paradise and my mobile services, I like to educate all of my clients on the importance of touch and um, massage in general um, because it not only does it help you relax, but it helps you de-stress. It helps you, um, it, it clears your mind. It also gives you, uh, confidence mentally, um, physically, emotionally, it touches all of those aspects. And um, I try to make my prices very affordable. And the reason why I choose to do be mobile is because I feel as though that's the best way for all consumers uh, in the massage world to get the full experience, opposed to having to drive to a therapist and then drive back from the, the spa. So it's like, it defeats the purpose in a, in, a, in a sense because you're not really enjoying that relaxation afterwards. You have to refocus your mind and energy towards something else when in a massage you're really supposed to. That's your me time, and you want to really take advantage of that. Just like a hard week of work, and you finally get your off day, and you, all, all you want to do is relax, be in the comfort of your own home, just silence and peace and tranquility. And that's also what massage therapy does. 
as well. Um, what else was there? Oops, did I ask all of the questions? I'm sorry. Well, I'm curious about the mobile aspect of what you do. How, what's involved in, in bringing your service to the customers? Uh, how do you do that? Is there, uh, there's a special equipment that you, you bring around or you have uh, something yes. set up in a, in a vehicle somewhere? How do, how do you do the mobile? How does this become a mobile operation? Um, it's mobile because I physically drive to my clients. I keep my table in my trunk or my chair same time depending on uh the event or the, the amount of people that i have to service um but mainly i keep my table in the back of my car in the trunk then i bring my table i bring music um candles the whole nine my own not my own product but oils uh, and body creams that i use for my sessions so i provide all of that for my clients so all they have to do is really just be at home Mm -hmm. well, they want they inquire about any extras, anything specific that they may want, then I allow them to inform me of that and I will bring this to them as well. So Okay. Well in, in our conversations that we've been having uh along this line along the line of and what we've been doing for the last couple of years, we talk about the sales process. Uh, focus a little bit on that because we want people to understand that if you're in business, you're in sales. You need to understand how to present your business in a way that attracts customers and people that need what you have to sell and that you are successful in that aspect of the business of actually drawing customers to benefit from your services. And I'm curious as to what your strategy is for doing that. Uh, how do you bring new how do you attract new clientele to your your business? Well, all of my first-time clients are a dollar per minute. Um, no matter what style, uh, Swedish or official, whatever style that you get. Um, and I have my increments, my time increments go from an hour all the way up to two hours. So if you're a first-time client and you really want like a full-body massage that starts at 75 to 80 minutes, Instead of you paying the regular price of $100, you'll only pay $75 or $80 for that full body session, and that includes me coming to you, um, as well as throwing deals here and there around holidays, uh, using social media outlets, um, and like I say, the key tags, those are really trendy because a lot of businesses don't, don't do that. They don't promote themselves like that. So... Um, during the very first Black Women's Expo last year, not the very first Black Women's Expo, but last year at the Black Women's Expo in Chicago, which is the first one that I, my team and I actually had the uh, opportunity to work in, um, a lot of people, I got a lot of uh, clientele based off of the key tags alone. They thought that it was very smart. They thought that it was very intriguing. And um, I did get a lot of calls off of that. Um, as well as after servicing my clients, um, <clears throat> I check up on them just to see how, how their bodies, how they're feeling after the massage and seeing if they're keeping up with the uh, self-care that I um, suggest for them, depending on their session. Um, and when it comes to, like, the products that I use, I have a friend who makes her own skincare products. And, uh, I, of course, I inform my clients 
of what I'm using. And if they want more details, I send, I refer them to her. Um, but she has, her name is Jasmine and she's the um, founder of Groovy Treats. Um, so all skincare, like body butters and body butter and uh, sugar scrubs, salt scrubs and things of that nature. Um, I don't use the scrubs on my clients, but I do use the uh, body simple butter. And she uh, she doesn't use a lot of she doesn't use any harsh chemicals in her products at all. And a lot of my clients seem to gravitate towards that as well. Um, and yeah. Do you uh, involve? Are you in, in a partnership with with her in in the marketing of those skincare products, or is that just something that you refer to her as a part of your business? I just refer to her as a part of my business. Hmm, that's very interesting. Uh, so, in, in effect, what I hear is that you, in some ways, become a kind of a consultant to the people that you're serving your your clientele in that you teach them the benefits of massage and you deliver them, you, you provide the massage and then you follow up with information about the benefits of that and how on, a long, on an ongoing basis, this is something that they should access frequently. Is that right? Yes, depending on their occupation, their lifestyle, and what they can fit into their schedule, but making sure um, that they understand how important self-care is. So I always, I try to embed the fact that if you don't take care of yourself, your body will, will react. Your body is your best friend. So if your body is telling you, hey, I need, I need a break, then, hey, take, you need to take that time out and just relax and, and force yourself to not do anything. And vice versa, if, you're, if you notice that you're not being active enough, then you have to get up and be active. May not, you don't, may not have to do anything extraneous, but possibly like just stretch out a little bit, you know, drink a little bit more water, pay attention to how you're positioning your body on a daily basis, especially like if, you're, if, you, if you have like a desk job or if you're a driver, just making sure that you have like small things like a pillow. If you're a driver, just placing like a small pillow in the back of your, on the, on the small of your back while you're driving or when you're sleeping, how to use pillows properly. Um, and then amount, the amount of water that you're drinking during the day and things of that nature. And just paying attention to your body in general. So, and, yes. So you are in a, what I would consider to be a self-care consultant that provides not only just a massage, but uh, an education to the customer about taking care of themselves in a more general way, being uh, uh, just being actively uh, providing themselves with or accessing uh, the service that you provide, which provides a long-term benefit uh, for their physical well-being. Most definitely. What's been your What's been your experience as far as repeat customers are concerned? What percentage of your clientele is comprises people that re, re, repeat the use of your service? I'd say a good seventy five percent. Wow, that's awesome! Hmm. Yes. So seventy five percent of your clientele is repeat business. Yes. That's, 
That sounds that's 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 a very high percentage, and it's the kind of thing that reflects what we, what our philosophy is: is that you're in business to create satisfied customers, and well, to the extent that you do that, that's your that's your that creates your success in your business. So uh, we talk about sales as a process of finding people who need what you want, what, what you're offering, and mm -hmm. showing them how they benefit from that service that you provide, and then providing it in a way that makes them not only become repeat customers, but who become advocates for your business, who become personal advertisers or promoters of your business and service to the people that they know. And thereby, you create more possibility for more customers. Yes. So uh, you're an example of exactly the kind of thing that we like to talk about when <laughs> we're talking about building a business. You, know, you, you seem you. to have an instinct for knowing how to, what to do to provide, or to create this, this beautiful thing that we call a satisfied customer who wants to repeat, which wants to become your repeat customers and who also have positive things to say about your business to the people that they know. And that's our, that's our, that's our suggestion for how to become successful in, in your business, regardless of whether it's a product or a service or anything else. So this is yes. hopefully the kind of thing that people listening can learn from and understand that what you really want to be is someone like you who provides a valuable service and teaches people the benefits of accessing benefits that are available from accessing your service and uh, how to create the same kind of atmosphere in whatever they're promoting. So this is really an outstanding example of exactly what we try to teach in these discussions. All right, thank you. And one thing, another thing that I um, think is very important as being an entrepreneur, because it can be very, very tough um, just being out there on your own, but you have to have confidence. You have to have faith and believe in yourself, and you have to trust the process along the way, even when you feel as though you're not making any progression. And it's very key that you don't dwell on on lessons that you feel are failures, if that makes sense. Well, every experience that you have in business is there to teach you something. Exactly. And the failures, the people, that, the things that happen that people like to describe as failures, where you don't succeed in getting the order from the customer at the time that you make your presentation or the customer says no. And uh, we feel that those are not necessarily failure experiences. They're things that teach you something about what you need to do going forward. And they become part of your experience that teaches you how to, how to do and how not to do your business. So exactly. it's all good. When, when you have a, an experience from a customer and they, you, you, there's something there to learn, whether you get the order or not, that's not the main thing. You're not going to sell to everybody. We talk about the 80-20 rule, which exactly. tells you that only your business, 80% of your business is going to come from 20% of the people that you contact. And that means the 80% of those people are not going to be your customers. But if you can impress them in a way that causes them to think positively about what you do, then they will refer others to you when the opportunity shows up and they'll do it spontaneously without having to think about it. And they say, well, you know, I got a, a massage from Takia and it was amazing. And you should try that. Uh, you, 
And these are spontaneous conversations that they will have with their friends and associates that they're, where they're not even thinking about the fact that what they're doing is promoting your business. Mm-hmm. If you have the ability to create that kind of mindset in, in, a, in a potential customer, you've, you've, you've accomplished something important. Because there's nothing yeah. better than having a positive referral coming from somebody to your business as opposed to you having to go out and find that person on your own with no connection at all. So uh, it's, it's really important to learn how to do your business in a way. And you seem to be, uh, have a natural approach to this that creates exactly that result that you're right. reaching out to people and touching people in a way that causes them to want to do, continue to do business with you. And I would imagine that 75% of those people that you're talking about are also referring people to you that we're in, in spaces that you don't even know about. <laughs> yes. Well, may I ask? No. Um, <laughs> come <Who> on. <laughs> I'd like to oh, ask. That's Michelle, um, yes. Yeah, yeah, right. Remember me? Just, just yeah, the number engineer. You, you were here a while ago. We remember you, yes. <laughs> yeah. I want to ask, do you have um, a Twitter or, or what kinds of things do you do on social media to get customers? Um, I have a Facebook page and an Instagram page and a an, uh, Snapchat page. <laughs> uh, my Facebook. <laughs> okay. My Facebook is um, Bird Paradise LMT. Mm-hmm. The B-Y-R-D-S? Yes, Paradise. Wow. Um, mm-hmm. my, uh, my Instagram is underscore Bird Paradise. Mm-hmm. And my Snapchat is, um, it is Kia underscore BP. K-I-A underscore B-P. And so do you find that you get um, clients through social media? Yes. Wow. Okay. Well, Takiya, let me ask you this question. What goals do you have for your business going forward? What what, what do you see this this business being in five years or ten years or whatever your milestones are as far as your future growth is concerned? Well, ultimately, I want to work with uh, children who are born with immobility, and I want to help enhance their mobility through massage therapy. And I just want to shine light on that demographic of uh, our youth, Um, just primarily because um, when I think about our um, the the disabled or the uh, immobile, you they don't they don't get a lot of recognition if recognition at all unless unless you're watching like the special olympics or you know some things like that but here it is that they they see television and they see able-bodied athletes on a day-to-day basis but who knows is who knows if they too want to aspire to be like these able-bodied athletes and I just want to shine life on that and be the, I just want to help them and be that change for them. Um, because in essence, it's like society tries to omit them. 
So okay, I so went to, if you and, and also if, I want to. Uh, yes, and I also want to implement massage therapy into uh, high schools and uh, grammar schools for student athletes as well, so that they too can uh, understand like the importance of massage and touch and just because you're an athlete um you have like physical there physical uh trainers and personal trainers and therapists at the schools already for athletes but you don't have a massage therapist on board given or god forbid that they injured themselves when massage therapy goes hand in hand with physical therapy and rehabilitation with any sport so i think that it's unfair that um it's part it's natural health but it's not provided in in the school but you can get your cna license or certificate upon graduating high school you can get your cosmetology license upon graduating high school and you can be even certified in media broadcasting upon graduating high school but none of them are geared well not none but the only one that's really geared towards your health is the nursing so i just want to make more give more opportunities for our youth so that our futures are a little more promising than they used to be. Okay, you have some very high aspirations here. Uh, what I'm wondering is how do you see the connection between those aspirations and the growth of your business as a business? Uh, how do you see yourself getting to the point where you're, provide, you're accomplishing all of that? It seems to me well, that if you're doing hands-on therapy with the clientele that you have, it doesn't seem that you have a lot of time available for that kind of uh, what what looks like almost public service type work uh, where you're educating people and creating this great result with uh, people who are who have these disabilities or uh, children in these categories or even high school students and so forth. How does this factor into your the growth of your business? Well, I do partner with CIS, that is uh, Communities and Schools. That is a dropout prevention program for uh, Chicago Public Schools. And what I do for them is I volunteer my services for two hours. And there's a list of 175 CPS schools that I plan to um, service. I've serviced about, I want to say, six already, uh, six to seven already. Um, and I provide them with uh, 10 to 10 to 15 minute chair or table massages uh, for the staff, not so much as a student, but the staff, um, just so that they, because they are the educators, they, they are the ones who deal with the youth more so than the parents outside of home, you know? So it's like, they're, they're the second moms and dads, they're the second parents, so they take on all of that stress as well. So if your educator, if your teacher isn't at their best, then how can they perform and instill something great in the students, you know? So mm -hmm. getting them to understand the importance, and I also have them, I conducted my own survey that I have them fill out basically um, asking um, if they are, if they, how often they get massage, is it something that they would recommend um, to their peers, uh, how do they deal with stress? Um, before the massage and after the massage, I ask them what's their stress level after the massage. Will they, um, would massage be something that they would refer to their peers and their, uh, 
and their youth? And is this something that they would, do they agree that massage therapy is uh, should be implemented in the high schools, the elementary schools for those reasons? Uh, and I'm collecting my data. And after I collect all of my data, I plan to take it to the Board of Education so that I can get it implement massage therapy implemented into the high schools and elementary schools giving a strong argument with the other uh electives that public schools provide now do you see yourself in the future growing your business in a way that provides the resources that allows you to do all of this in other words uh it sounds like a tremendous amount of work to be done by one little girl uh <laughs> So I'm wondering if you see your business growing to the point where you have partners or employees or staff of some kind that helps you accomplish all of this. Uh, what is your well, vision yes, of your, actually, what your business will look like in, in 10 years or five years or as you accomplish all of this? Uh, from a physical standpoint of how many people that are accomplishing this under the name of your, under your business model? Uh, well, I have Am I making any Yes, I have a great support system. Um, when I was at Corteva, I had the pleasure of meeting two awesome friends that I uh, do business with as massage therapists, uh, Cam with the K and Katora Mason. We actually, uh, like I said, we did the Black Women's Expo last year and this year, and um, we travel everywhere we go. We, we, we do parties together and everything. Um, and they too um, have the opportunity to visit the schools and volunteer as well to help me with that. Um, outside of those two therapists, uh, of course, my family, my mother, um, yeah, my, my intermediate family, they always help and um, are always promoting me and helping me and spreading the word about my business and how great I am. Um, so as far as, as far as me doing it all by myself, no, I'm not doing it all by myself. That's like you said, it's kind of impossible to do all of this by yourself and alone. So networking is really key. Um, and I'm very, I'm a people person. I like to think that I'm a people person. <laughs> uh, I, I talk to any, anyone, honestly. <laughs> okay. Do you have a, a financial growth target for what, what you what you hope your business to become? Have you thought about your business? Do you think about your business in terms of how big it's going to be from a fiscal standpoint or a dollar standpoint or dollar value standpoint going forward? Do you have any goals along those lines or are you just doing the work and letting it happen the way whatever, whatever happens? Yeah, I really don't uh, focus on like the, the financial aspect or how big it can get financially because the reason, the main reason why I became a therapist was not because of the money. Like the money, money was not my aspiration in being a massage therapist at all. I just genuinely love to help people. So the, but I felt the, what I felt is though the best way for me to genuinely and truly help others and still ensure my own happiness was to be a massage therapist because that way I'm not personally taking any of their stress home with me. You know what I mean? as a, mm -hmm. opposed to being like a counselor or a um a social worker you know what i mean so massage therapy genuinely lets me help people without making their problems my own 
and the money to me is a bonus because if money didn't exist, if we didn't have to pay bills and things of that nature, I would still be a massage therapist. <laughs> so That's the very money, interesting. the financial, yeah, the financials for me is really, is really a bonus. I feel as though the experience, the process, that's what I that's what I'm really doing it for the experience and the process and not trying to really focus on the money because sometimes people look at money and feel as and they allow money to to control them and I'm trying to just live my life opposite of that so if I didn't if money like I said if money didn't exist what would I do what would ensure my happiness how would I be happy if money didn't exist and a lot of people don't know don't know that for themselves so that's something that I'm really trying for myself. So I try to keep myself surrounded by those who have like mind like who are like minded, the mindset that I have or similar, who I feel as though will help me grow, who I can learn from and vice versa. Who are and well, people who aren't afraid to tell me that I'm wrong or I can I can be progressive in this area. You know? People who aren't afraid to mm -hmm. give me constructive criticism. So right. Well, it's good that you're open to that. What I would suggest as, as an idea, this is not uh, something that I would say you need to do or you have to do or you ought to do, but as an idea, keep in mind that there are, there's a benefit to becoming a financially successful business that can help you accomplish exactly the kinds of things that you're talking about here from a, from a position of financial strength. That as your as your business grows and it grows in accordance with the attitudes and approach that you have right now, not changing any of that, but becoming successful, financially successful, as in the course of doing what you do, that provides uh, opportunity for you to become to help others become successful or improve their financial situations by uh, benefiting from the the growth of your business from a financial standpoint. In other words, as you learn to make more money doing what you're doing without changing your goals and your approach to the business, if you become, as you become more financially successful, you are able to help people in other ways beyond what you're physically doing. I think that at some point there's going to become a maximum of how many massages you can do in a day. And you're going to have the opportunity to, help others to become active in what you're doing. You can train people to become uh, successful in what you do, to help them learn how to do what you do and, and uh, become active in that type of business and grow your business in a way that provides the resources so that others can benefit from that, from that aspect of what you do as well. So, Keep that in mind. I'm not saying that you need to change your focus and go after the money, but don't of course not. mix the opportunity yep. for benefiting, having your business grow to the point where you can benefit others financially uh, as well as from what you're teaching them in, t in terms of exactly what you're up to. I will most definitely keep that in mind. <laughs> Thank you. And may I add something? Sure. I have um, one of my favorite masseuses said something to me, and maybe you can speak to this. She said that massage therapy is very hard on the therapist's body physically. 
and after five years, she got out of it. Do you yes. see, is, is that a true statement? Yes, it is. If you're, if you're not taking care of yourself as a therapist, meaning like if you're not icing, if you're not getting proper massages for yourself, if you're not, um, like I say, just keep in mind of how, just paying attention to your body and listening to your body, not only as a therapist, but as a human being, then yes, if you continue to ignore that, then yes, your body can shut down to the point where you can no longer perform as a therapist because of all of because of the overwork. Mm -hmm. So icing is very important. Stretching is very important. Getting <clears throat> massages, depending on how often, like myself, I should be getting, I should receive massages on a weekly basis <laughs> for mm -hmm. myself. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's very important. Self-care is very important for a therapist and massage therapy can be hard on a therapist if the therapist does not pay attention and pay attention to their body and tend to it like they need to. Well, and there's an age factor there as well that uh, you need to pay attention to. That at some point as you get older, you can be an old guy like me, you're going to be find that you're not able physically to do as much of that type of work as you did when you were younger. And if you're building something out of your business or growing your business in other ways, uh, then you don't, you, you find that you don't have to do all that work yourself. You can, you will have uh, people in your business, people working with you and for you that can help to expand what you're able to do to provide the massage benefits that you provide, but you're not doing it all yourself and not trying to do it all yourself because it's not going to work. So long term, you really want to think about ways that you can expand what your business is able to accomplish, keeping the same goals in mind, but learning to do it in a way that helps you, where you get the, the benefit of other people's input and experience from what you're able to teach them and to pro the opportunity that you provide for them to learn how to do what you do. This has yes. been an incredible conversation, and we have, just to show you how incredible it's been, we're about 15 minutes over the normal oh, wow. conversation that we have, but that's okay, because it's been good, really good information. And so, Takia, for people who want to um, take advantage of your services, how do they get in touch with you? They can call, they can text, they can, here's my number, you ready for the number? We're ready. One seven seven three two six three one five two seven. That's seven seven three. Seven seven three. Seven six three. No. What's the last four? No. Two six three. Can't read my own writing here. <laughs> two six three fifteen twenty seven. Fifteen twenty seven. Okay, and you mentioned that you have a, a Facebook presence and you're available on uh, other social media. Yeah. So if we, we, what we want to do is put all that information right here in this conversation so that people listening can access it. And, and so provide us the other details on how to meet you through these other connections. So my Facebook is, um, is at Bird Paradise, B-Y-R-D. S 
A-R-A-D-I-S-E-L-M-C. My um, Instagram is underscore bird paradise, same spelling, B-Y-R-D-S-P-A-R-A-D-I-S-E. And my Snapchat is K-I-A underscore BP. Great. That's incredible. Well, my lady, thank you so much for enjoying this comfort for joining this conversation with us. It is your drive and sense of purpose is really inspiring. And I do like the fact that you are in business because you see down the road helping others, particularly the stress levels of some Chicago public school systems. I think putting a program like massage therapy in there is going to ultimately help a lot of our communities here. So thank you for thinking ahead like that. I'll leave the rest You're welcome. Oh Thank you goodness. so much for having me, Michelle. It was a pleasure meeting you and having given me you giving me this opportunity with Ken. It's an amazing honor. Well, we really appreciate the opportunity to talk to you and learn about what you're doing and to hear your experience and your commitment and your energy in approaching what you do and the fact that you've gotten you're achieving the kind of success that you're seeing doing something that you obviously love to do is is the best example that we can provide to people who are thinking about becoming uh building their own businesses if you can build a business that that lights you up every day and gets you moving and it has all this potential benefit available to people who can just by virtue of hearing what you have to say this is awesome. It's the kind of thing that we hope that we can inspire or at least encourage in other people who are also finding themselves trying to build a business. So you can reach Takia Bird of Bird's Paradise at 773-263-1527. You can also find her on Facebook under, um, and the page is Bird's Paradise on Snapchat at, wait a minute, <laughs> it's on my Twitter here, um, at Kia underscore BP, and on, what's the other one? Instagram. Instagram, um, underscore Birds Paradise. Thank you very much. Um, you can an also do it the old-fashioned way of dialing 773-263. One five nine seven. Did I get that right? Nope. No. Nope. <laughs> I did it again. Two six three. One five nine seven. Two seven. Nope. There you go, Michelle. One five two seven. Okay. One five two seven. The boy can't write. He can't read either. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Well, that's a probably an appropriate end to this conversation. So we are signing off with this conversation with Ken Cheatham. You can see this conversation at askkencheatham.com. That's askkencheatham.com. C-H-E-A-T-H-A-M. And uh, you can also follow us on SoundCloud. 
And so as we sign off, we remind you, as we always do, that you have been anointed to do something great. So let's make it your business to get out there and doing it today. Thanks, Ken. Thanks to Kia. Thank you, Michelle. Thanks You're to welcome. Kia. And Thank keep in touch. And keep in touch and let us know how things are going with you. For sure. Okay. Talk to you soon.